How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The following program has been pre-recorded. Thanks for tuning in this weekend to Let's Talk Portland, Odyssey Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. On the show this time, I'd like to welcome Marie Wacker. Marie is the CEO of Fora Health. Hey there, Marie. Welcome to Let's Talk Portland. Thank you, Gary. I'm happy to be here. So I think we probably should get started today by talking about Fora Health. Tell us about Fora Health. Sure. Uh, Fora Health is actually um, the rebranded version of what was DePaul Treatment Centers. And um, we have a long history of nearly 50 years of service in providing uh, services for uh, mental health and uh, substance use disorder. And um, we provide all levels of care for uh, substance use disorder with co-occurring mental health, um, starting with withdrawal management to residential therapy to outpatient therapy. Uh, We provide medication-assisted treatment. Um, We have about 70 residential beds. We have 24 withdrawal management beds. And um, of course, we have an outpatient team all ready to help. Great. So tell me about your background. How do you come to Fora Health? Yeah. So um, I, this is my ninth year with Fora. And I um, have been after uh, graduate school in a nonprofit. for the entire time. And my first involvement with a healthcare nonprofit was with the OHSU working at the Cancer, Cancer Institute as a fundraiser. Um, uh, and then in early 2000s, and then um, I moved to the Red Cross where I led the Oregon chapters um, and um, the Southwest Washington chapters of the region. And I'm, when I moved here, um, I, of course, have spent the time working on getting Fora in good shape and back to really kind of what it was in its heyday. There were some challenges when I joined and, and now we're doing really good. And in, despite all the things I have to share today, you know, we're surviving um, well. We have a great organization, really amazing team. Excellent. That's good to hear. Um, so mental health, people seem to be talking about mental health a lot lately. Um, why is that? Well, you know, I think that it is because we see it all around us. For one thing that we have many people are houseless in our community. And oftentimes we can observe that they are probably experiencing mental health crises. 
we also have the reality of three years of a pandemic. And we know through statistics that in the last three years, we have had significant challenges um, uh, that have increased the symptoms of mental health disorders. And so there's much greater need in our community, maybe in our very own families um, and extended families than there's been, um, you know, historically. It does seem to uh, be, not, not meaning to sound insensitive, but you do see people on the street and you're thinking, what, gosh, what's going on? Yeah, right, exactly. And they need help, you yeah. know, and, and so we've got to figure out a plan in Oregon uh, for sort of like, you know, figuring out how are we going to help them? What, what are we going to do consistently, regularly, and systemically um, that will change this? Well, let's talk about that. What is the, the state of the state of, of our behavioral health system here in Oregon? Yeah. So first of all, a lot of people could answer this question, um, but I have some thoughts around, you know, basically we have an increasing, as you and I have just talked about, an increasing preponderance of health and substance use disorders in the population against the fact that we have a system that is woefully inadequate to address these needs due to a lack of investment really for decades in the behavioral health system. And some telling statistics that I think are kind of shocking to hear. And some people have heard these before, and maybe a lot of your listenership will have not heard these. But in Oregon, we rank first in the nation with the highest percentage of individuals who have a substance use disorder and cannot get treatment. We wow. rank six in the nation for deaths from alcohol and second for deaths due to drug use. We rate first in the nation for illicit drug use disorder, 9% of our population. We are overdose deaths have increased by 70% from 2019 to 2020, and then they doubled in 2021. And in 2019, and we know these numbers that have gone up, 73,000 emergency department visits and 17,000 hospital admissions for overdose um, had occurred. And then, so therefore, the bottom line is Oregon's system of care is horribly broken, and it's going to take years to rebuild it to meet demand that is before us. Those are really shocking statistics. Yeah. Um, and you say it's because of Oregon's system, right? It's not like we have more mental health issues in Oregon than, or drug issues in Oregon than any other state. It's just, it's the system. That's the problem. Well, it's the funding of the system okay. and the lack of investment over decades, um, that have really, you know, uh, put providers in positions of doing the best they could with what they have. And, um, and frankly, that's not enough. And uh, so only continued investment in providers and um, leadership and all these things are going to sort of, everybody's got to get a, in board, a, on board from the top administrative levels of the state, the governor um, and legislative leaders to the county leaders um, and to provider leadership. To solve this. We're talking today with Marie Wacker, CEO of Fora Health. 
Uh, Marie, what do you see as the most pressing issue in the state right now? The most pressing issue in my mind is leadership at the Oregon Health Authority. Um, OHA's budget uh, is about 30% of the state's overall budget. And services to OHP members are driving a lot of those costs. Uh, And so finding, as you know, we have an interim leader right now um, of OHA, and there's a search underway for a person to, to take the role permanently. And, you know, finding the person who is competent and willing to take on the director role is no small feat. It's a huge job with huge issues um, that have developed over time and will take time to resolve. But it is a job where someone has got, has got to be comfortable making hard decisions, difficult choices, know, knows how to organize for outcomes, and understands that behavioral health is driving significant physical care costs for Oregon Health Plan members. Yeah, it, that's a big shift to turn around. It is a huge shift to turn around. Uh, where does someone start? <laughs> like <I> said, <laughs> the $10,000 question. <laughs> with a good, strong director um, and with the, behavior, the behavioral health director holding a direct report to the director of OHA, which has not been the history, so that the top leadership of the authority is fully informed and connected to the issues we have and the needs we have in behavioral health. Can we talk a little bit about the uh, the healthcare mental health workforce shortage that we have? Sure. We can definitely do that. Um, so we have, first of all, there was um, an OHSU, and I have lots of information about this, but in the September of last year, OHSU re, re OHSU released their needs assessment for the SUD and mental health state of, you know, Oregon, kind of along the lines of the first question you ask. And the the findings of their study are really profound and incredibly shocking. Um, But workforce, no doubt, is one of their findings. Um, Their study showed us that they believe there is a 49% gap in workforce needed against what Oregonians need for these services. That's a lot of people we're talking, we need to double our workforce. Um, And so some things are being done, you know, um, right now. and, And let me just say of the current situation, obviously then that also means half of our providers lack the capacity to meet the demand, right? So if we have to double our man, so that's what we get there. Um, and then there is some work being done. There is a behavioral health workforce initiative with o- Oregon Health Authority, and it was funded by um, last year's um, bills, HB 4071 and 2949, um, that provided $60 million to develop diversity in the behavioral health workforce. So in other words, we need to become a more diverse uh, workforce representative of all people in Oregon. And there was also a $20 million grant um, uh, in grants provided to providers who want to offer clinical supervision for new um, workforce. 
Um, and then last and not important, unimportantly, loan repayment. Many of these people have significant student loan debt from you know going to through their master's level programs. And so what they they're offering is up to $50,000 a year for a full-time person with a commitment of two years of service. So those things, you know, are very important. But I would also say, you know, the other thing that has happened is um, there was uh, in the 2021 legislative session, you know, the Human Services Committee um, led by uh, Representative Rob Nose and Senator Kate Leader provided a visionary way to move forward. And um, included in that, following that, they outlined all the spectrums of care um, that are out there and um, starting from housing all the way to the state mental health hospital and all places in between that people land. It's, it's a lot. Um, and they... You know, basically, in what got done in that session was about $1.2 billion in investments were made. Um, in last year's session in 2022, HB 4004 added an additional $132 million available for the workforce. So it went to providers to provide incentives, wages, and rec- recruitment. And the beauty of that bill was it wasn't a one-shot injection. It was in year two, after those incentives were funded, then the rates got raised by 30% for providers so that now those wages are are sustainable. So that's some really good stuff for workforce yes. right now. Something, at least something's getting started, right? Yes, okay. exactly. Excellent. We're talking today with Marie Wacker, CEO of Fora Health. Marie, what is currently being done to address the addiction and mental health crisis in, in our state, in here in Oregon? Well, um, I think there's a lot being done. Um, you know, the, the, um, the, the one thing, in addition to the 1.2 billion, and, um, is we all are going to passed measure 110, which criminalized personal um, um, quantities of um, uh, illicit drugs and diverted um, marijuana tax revenues to um, the tune of 300 million that was available last fall for increased access to care. Um, so that's a huge part of what's being done. And um, on top of all the other stuff I just talked, talked through. And um, so there are many legislative work committees. Rob Nose is leading his uh, a committee right now um, for the behavioral health that is about um, looking at Measure 110 and some of the challenges we found in um, delivering on uh, those grants in terms of, you know, what could be done to, to make that um, program better align with what voters understood they were voting for is what he says. You know, his goal is to make sure that what we have is going to be aligned with what folks thought they were voting for. Um, so, you know, those things are being done and, and it's really, really good work. Yeah. What improvements are you seeing? Well, um, we're seeing some. Um, we're able to beat our, my organization 
has been able to be more competitive on wage. Um, we um, ha still have a vacancy rate for key positions that are patient facing and um, which allow us to use all of our 70 beds, for example. Um, and many providers still have vacancy rates that exceed 20%. And that is because the wage we can offer, coupled with the loss of workforce in general, is not competitive. And, um, and we, so we need to continue to invest in making um, the wage competitive so providers can deliver all their access. They can fill every bed they have. They can, they can um, have all the counselors they can support who have caseloads of you know, 50 to 75 individuals. Um, so we are seeing some improvements for sure. There's so much, you know, more to do. You know, I think about the fact that um, we need to become a, um, a sector where the wage is the highest in the market in behavioral health because the Oregonians who we serve, who are acutely in need through um, the Oregon Health Plan, they are the most ill. Um, but those people working in community health centers like ours um, are licensed by the OHA um, should be considered to be the best in the league. And so very much like um, how in the medical field, you have um, providers who are paid more because they deal with the most acute patients, patients who have cancer patients who have organ replacement needs. And, and that is the kind of way we need to think about the workforce that's serving um, one in four Oregonians on the Oregon Health Plan. It sounds like there's still uh, a bit of stigma attached to mental health and addiction. Yes, you're absolutely correct. And um, it's changing. It's definitely changing. I appreciate you pointing that out because in only nine years, when I first came into the field, um, it, it was really, really felt that stigma, um, but it is getting significantly better. We're talking about it. Frankly, I think the pandemic helped us talk about it because you couldn't ignore the fact that, that suicide rates were increasing and people were getting diagnosed with significant mental health issues on a much greater, uh, in a much greater fashion. Let's talk about uh, pre and post pandemic. Uh, what 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 happened over the last three years with regard to mental health? Are, are, and are things getting any better now? Well, what happened, as I said earlier on, is we saw suicide rates double, almost almost double two years in a row. Um, we um, began providing as many providers had to move to telehealth care. Um, for helping patients and our systems were overwhelmed with people who wanted help through telehealth. As time went on, like all of us, staring at the box, talking through the box became less um, productive and so people starting to fall away from their treatment or come to their treatment, uh, frankly, loaded because they weren't in the group setting. We know that healing in these situations does occur in a peer group the best. Mm -hmm. And so um, what happened was 
we are now in the place where we are ready to get people inside our buildings. And they are, they're coming back um, and, and using the strength of others going through the same thing you are um, to, to really help people get into the place they really want to be for themselves. Um, did you see any challenges with regard to the digital divide, like people not having access to internet and computer and therefore not having access to telehealth? Um, you know, I, we did not experience that, but I am certain that that occurred. I just don't know anything about that. Okay. We're talking today with Marie Wacker, CEO with Fora Health. Um, personally urged the legislature to expand our state's behavioral health system. What are your thoughts on that? Well, first of all, I want to say I'm grateful uh, to see our governor call out behavioral health as one of her top three priorities alongside education and housing. That's really terrific. Her office has taken steps to elevate and provide the needed special attention to the behavioral health crisis in the policy they've introduced and in the budget. Her budget includes investments to expand SUD prevention and intervention services, about $7 million, and proposes capital funds to expand uh, substance use treatment residential facilities, including withdrawal management and sobering centers. Um, we understand there are constraints of balancing this budget, but we are, we are pushing, providers are pushing the legislator to build on the governor's recommendations and invest more. Um, uh, and I want to give a shout out to Representative Sanchez and Senator Steiner, who co-chair Ways and Means, where that final budget decision will get made, um, because they've been tremendous advocates for behavioral health. And we're, we're hopeful that they will um, add resources to the governor's proposed uh, investments. Um, just as an example right now, um, just, you know, in terms of what's being proposed versus what the need is. Um, 110 million is being proposed to fund 175 mental health residential beds. Yet OHA estimated we need between 280 to 420 mental health beds. So we're funding part of that, but we're not funding all of it. Um, for substance use disorder beds, 52 and a half million. Yet the OHSU needs assessment said we need 470 new substance use treatment beds. So, and there's, you know, there's other statistics in here around um, supported housing, similar kinds of numbers where there, here's what's in the budget, but here's what the need is. Um, and the COLA increase um, would that's proposed is a 5%. And um, we know, ourselves that inflation's over 8%. So, um, you know, those kinds of things are things that we're hopeful to get the legislature in its final uh, vote to in, expand on the governor's um, budget. But we're so grateful uh, to her for her leadership, continued leadership and presence with us in this space. We've got a couple of minutes left. Um, talk to me about what kind of federal assistance uh, our state is getting. Uh, well, the state receives a Medicaid match, so the dollars that we spend um, uh, for the Oregon Health Plan in many cases are matched through the Medicaid program at the federal level. 
Um, also, as you know, uh, President Biden recently announced a strategy to um, address mental health nationally. And it's really in his State of the Union address. And it's really exciting to know that what we're doing in Oregon is very much aligned um, with what uh, President Biden has outlined uh, resources to support the workforce, continued federal investment in CCBHCs, which are um, clinics to provide both mental health and substance use services, best practice, uh, removing barriers to medication-assisted treatment uh, for substance use, increasing access to telehealth, which is threatened at this moment, and allowing states to apply for waivers that support high-risk individuals. Wow, there's a lot of information you've given us today, Marie. This has been great. But if somebody wants to find out more information about what we've talked about, where's the best place for them to go? I would highly encourage folks to take a look at the OHSU needs assessment uh, gap released last September. Um, and I would direct them if it, it's a big, it's a big report, 200 and some odd pages, but it is really telling of the need, the depth of the need in the state. Um, and then I would encourage them, you know, you can log into the behavioral health and the healthcare committees. Um, if the Oregon legislature right from your computer and listen to some, uh, you know, look at their agendas and listen to some of the debate that's going on. Um, so those would be my two recommendations. Oh, great information and, and important information, Marie. Thank you. Yes, thank you. We've been talking today with Marie Wacker, CEO of Fora Health. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just search for Let's Talk Portland on the Odyssey app. Let's Talk Portland is an Odyssey Portland public affairs program. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. 
And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.